Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And I am Pastor Miller, so we're going to be your host again today. And we're looking forward to this episode uh, today. We've been doing several episodes on salvation stories. And in these stories, almost all have been ones that uh, I have been a part of, either, either my own salvation story, a couple of my family members, and others that actually uh, I was preaching uh, the meetings where they got saved. But I'm going to take you to a, a Bible story here today, and it's one of the greatest salvation stories I know about a person that had not always been the greatest person in the world, but God gloriously saved him and turned his life around. I'm going to be talking about uh, Saul, and we know him today as Paul the Apostle, but in Acts chapter 9, the Bible talks about a man by the name of Saul. Now, if you remember, looking at Acts chapter 8, the Bible said he made havoc of the church. He would go in uh, to houses, and the Bible said he would uh, uh, greet them, salute them, and then have them cast into uh, chains and and have them bound, taken to prison, and so on. So Saul was a pretty wicked man, pretty evil man, and he was an enemy of the church. He was, a, as the Bible called him, a persecutor of the saints. And uh, so at this time, we're going to start, that's what he was. So this in this story, it shows me one thing, that no matter how wicked you've been, how how far away from God or how deep in sin you've lived, God can still not only save you, but change your life completely around and give you even a ministry or something great that you can do for the Lord. And that's what we're going to be uh, looking at here in this particular uh, scriptures and uh, podcast today. Acts chapter 9 verse 1 said Saul was yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord. And he went into the high priest and desired them letters to Damascus of the synagogue that if he found any in the way or in, in the uh, faith, in other words, uh, journeying on his way, whether they was men or women, didn't matter, He might bring them bound to Jerusalem. And the Bible said, while he journeyed, the Bible said there, and he came near to to Damascus, all of a sudden there was a light that shined out of heaven around him, causing him to fall down to the earth. And he heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? So the Lord knew how to get Saul's attention. I mean, he didn't believe in he didn't believe in God, didn't believe 
that Jesus was the Christ. Not at all. He might have believed in God as far as God, but not that Jesus was the Messiah. So then he heard this voice out of heaven and saw a light shining down. And the voice said this to him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And you might say, well, he wasn't persecuting Jesus, but he was. You know, the Bible said in one place, if you do these things to the least of these, my brethren, you do them to me. So in Saul's persecution of the, persecution of the church, excuse me, he was persecuting Christ himself in doing so. And when he heard this voice, Saul said, who art thou? Lord, that's kind of funny, isn't it? He's asking who it is, and then he says, Lord. That's verse number five, by the way, of Acts 9. And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. At that time, Saul trembling and was astonished and said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? You see, the Lord can get a hold of us and he can stop us in our tracks and turn us around. Saul went from trying to kill the church and and put them in prison to saying, Lord, what do you want me to do? Changed his whole um, attitude about things right here. Then the Bible said, the Lord said unto him, arise, go into the city and it will be... uh, told unto you what you must do. Now the men that was with Saul, or as the Bible said, journeying with him, or those men that had been walking with him, they they stood speechless. Couldn't you imagine uh, if it had been you walking with him and all of a sudden uh, you, you heard a voice but you didn't see a man? That's what the Bible said happened. And they were so astonished and and no doubt afraid. They were speechless. And the Bible said that then Saul arose from the earth. And when his eyes was open, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. And for three days, and the Bible said he was without his sight. And he did not eat or drink. So Saul lost his eyesight for about three days. Couldn't see anything. And he fasted those three days. He didn't eat anything. He didn't drink anything. And the Bible said there was a certain disciple of Damascus by the name of Ananias. And Ananias said unto him, or rather, excuse me, it said, and said unto him, the Lord in a vision, Ananias, and he said, behold, I'm here, Lord. And the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street that is called straight. Now I'm going to stop right here and say, I think that's amazing that God sent him to a street called straight. And you know, the Bible says this, that, uh, uh, that there was two roads in life. One of them was straight and narrow, 
and it leads to life everlasting. There's another road that was called, uh, it was wide and broad, but it led to destruction. So I thought that was kind of amazing that God sent him to a street by the name of Straight. And he said, go there and inquire of a man in the house of Judas called Saul. This is what God was telling Ananias of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth. Now remember that in verse 11, he was praying. So he quit eating, quit drinking, and started praying. He quit swearing and started praying. God had truly got a hold of Saul of Tarsus. And the Bible said, then after this, that he's seen in a vision, this man named Ananias coming toward him and putting his hand upon him that he might receive his sight. Now he saw this in a vision and it came to pass because Ananias, the Bible said, came in and put his hand upon him that he might receive his sight. And Ananias said these words, Lord, I've heard about that man. He said, this man has done much evil to the saints at Jerusalem. And he has authority from the chief priests to bind anyone and cast them into uh, prison. Anybody that calls upon your name. So Ananias did not want to go. But the Lord said, go thy way, for he has become a chosen vessel unto me. So the Lord said, here, I've chose Saul. He's going to be a chosen vessel. He's going to do a work for me. And then the Bible said he, that uh, he'll do things and he'll have to stand before the Gentiles, uh, the kings, and the, and the children of Israel. And I will show him what great things he must suffer for my name's sake. So then Ananias goes his way, enters into that house, just like the Lord told him. He put his hand upon him and said these words, and I like these words. He said, Brother Saul, isn't that amazing? This man that was terrified of Saul of Tarsus, this man knew of his reputation, how he hated the church and tried to persecute the church. But he changed his mind and his opinion and called him Brother Saul. He said, The Lord, even Jesus, hath appeared unto me and said, has sent me that you might receive your sight and that you might be filled with the Holy Ghost. So not only when he came and prayed for him, when Ananias prayed for Saul, did he receive his sight back? But he received the Holy Ghost. And that was great. He received the Holy Ghost. And the Bible said immediately when he prayed, from his eyes, it fell as if it were scales off of his eyes. He received his sight, arose, and went 
and was baptized. So Saul prayed, repented, gave his heart to God and become a child of God, was baptized and was filled with the Holy Ghost. What a great testimony. What a great story that Saul of Tarsus had received Jesus Christ. This one-time enemy of the church, this one-time persecutor of Christ was now a new person, a new man. And you know what this tells me? It doesn't matter what you've done, how far away from God that you've got, no matter how deep in sin you've got, even if you've hated the church or you didn't believe in Jesus Christ, it really doesn't matter because God loves you and the Lord will forgive you and save you in any situation or in any uh, condition that you're in. So after Saul received Christ, baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, what did he do? The Bible said after this, he received meat. Verse number 19, I think that is, of Acts chapter 9. He received meat for strength, the Bible said. As soon as he received his strength, the Bible says straightway, he left and he went out and he preached that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You know, a few days ago, this man was putting people in jail, in stocks and bonds, uh, handcuffing them, delivering them up to be judged for even saying they believed in Jesus. Now that this man's saved, he's so turned around that he's preaching about Jesus. What a life change. What a great event that took place in the life of Saul. And the Bible said when the people that heard him, they were amazed and said, isn't this he that destroyed them which called on the on this name in Jerusalem? Wherever he went, he had intent to bring them to the chief priests. But now he's preaching for Jesus Christ. So yes, what a, what a turn of events. God changed his life. God turned him around. And I want to say to you, uh, in the remaining part of this podcast, it doesn't matter how you viewed the church in the past. It doesn't matter how you viewed Jesus Christ in the past. If you'll just come to him right now, ask God in to come in, ask Jesus rather, to come into your heart. Repent of your sins. He will forgive you of your sins and save you from your sins. Isn't it wonderful to hear about stories like this, like Saul of Tarsus? Oh yeah, and by the way, let's don't call him Saul of Tarsus anymore because that's not him. His name now is Paul, Paul the Apostle, who also, by the way, later wrote 14 out of 27 books in the New Testament. This same man wrote over half of the New Testament, gave instructions to young men like Timothy. 
He was a man that was willing to die for the gospel. He became a man that would do anything to bless the church and help the saints and bless the saints. Gave many instructions for the saints. I hope this has been a blessing to you today in this uh, podcast episode. And I want to be a blessing to you. And I just thought it might be good to look back at a great Bible character and see exactly how did he get saved? How did he come to know the Lord Jesus? Praise God. This is David Miller. I've enjoyed being with you. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.